0: Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Thursday, November 18, 2021. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? We got a lot of stuff going on, so I urge you to pay attention tonight We're going to review a couple of things that we've been discussing i'm going to clear up a thing or two based on some emails that i've been receiving we're going to go over a couple of housekeeping items we're going to go over a couple of charts in detail so once again i urge you to pay attention tonight let's start with the daily chart where we are what the current schematic is and what do we have in front of us right now they're once again beating on the former highs Now, the former highs were only a couple of weeks ago, so it's not that big of a deal. It's not like they fought their way back up to double top after months and months and months. It's not like that. They were just here a couple of weeks ago. So all in all, when you look at the weekly chart or the monthly chart, it's just in an uptrend and they're hanging around the highs. That's the big picture way we have to look at things. Weekly chart, they're just hanging around the highs in an uptrend. The trend is your friend up until the very end. A couple or three times in recent videos, we discussed the tinfoil hat scenario. Once again, what is that scenario? Well, overnight tonight, in the wee hours of the morning, there will be what's called a lunar eclipse, and it's a partial lunar eclipse over North America. Now, we're not going to get into the details of that stuff, and we're not going to get into all the other alignments that are happening around this time frame that may have an effect going forward. We're focusing on the near term, and some traders are under the impression that we're absolutely going to get a trend change overnight or starting tomorrow. That's not necessarily the case. I've said it a number of times. This is an awareness. Sometimes you get a turn, Sometimes, and this is what some people might not have heard, maybe the voice was off when I said this, sometimes you get an acceleration in the same direction that you've been going. You just don't know. It's an awareness until it becomes clear what's actually happening. We're not in the business of guessing what's going to happen before it begins to happen. Not in this particular case, for sure. What's to say we don't wake up Friday morning and the futures are up, they're poised for a gap up, and they're trading higher in the midst of or in the beginning stages of another leg higher that can be viewed as a potential blow-off top scenario. Now, each and every time the market busts through former highs, it has the opportunity to put in one of those blow-off top scenarios. We don't know it is until, once again, it's taking place. What does it look like? Well, I'll give you an example of what that might look like. Here we have a former high and a pullback. All of a sudden, they make a new high, but instead of just keep going very slowly, grinding up, instead what they do is they just keep going for like another 100 or 150 S&P handles. They tack on another 1,000 or so Dow points. And then all of a sudden, and this may take a day, two, three, four, we don't know. It's just a hypothetical or hypothesized example. Then all of a sudden, one day the market's going up, and then for some reason, midday, it all of a sudden finds a reason to reverse, they finish on the lows, it's a reversal candle, the next day is another big down day with follow-through, and there you have a top. Now, we haven't seen that yet. That would normally be accompanied by heavy volume. Not the kind of volume that's just over the average daily volume, But stuff like this, on this day here, where you had about 166 million shares, maybe have 175, 200 million shares, it's something that's extremely noticeable from a chart perspective, from a volume perspective, and from the perspective of most traders will have the deer in the headlights look, because they won't really have a good reason why that happened. They'll assign the reason after the fact. Now, let me be clear on something else. I'm not saying this is happening over the next couple of days. I'm saying if they start to melt up again, if they start to go up quickly, that's what we have to watch out for. That would be the acceleration as a result of the tinfoil hat event. All right. Umpire calling balls and strikes. We're going to look at the other side. Same tinfoil hat event could be a turn in the market. I emphasize could. We don't know until it's beginning to take place. If you wake up to a larger than a bread box gap down tomorrow, then we point back to say, yeah, that was a turn, and then there's a trade or two or more in there. There'll be a pickup in volatility. Something is happening. There's opportunity being developed. If, and it's an if, if that began to take place, we would point to a couple of things. A, they ran a test of double top. B, a tinfoil hat event. c on time what's going against the southern direction the trend The trend is your friend until it's over in an uptrend the market is always looking for an excuse to go higher it's the dominant thing it's the thing that's pulling the market in the northern direction here's a 240 chart let's look at something cool we're taking a notch down to something we discussed last night and something that occurred today so last night we identified, and by the way, there's more than just one thing going on here, but check this out. So we took a look all the way back at this breakdown candle. The high was 469.57. What we said was that this candle closed above that high. That's kind of like one of those flares up in the air saying, hey, I'm going higher. But they don't always go higher right away. First, Trick and Company has to get involved, they have to shake out the Johnny Come Latelys. They have to make it look like they're going down, like they're not going up. Well, what do we have? Again, we have the breakup candle. We have the low. They ran a test in the neighborhood of the low yesterday, and today they ran a much better test. And what did we say? You had the 20-period moving average here. But more importantly, if they went below the low of that breakup candle, but they rallied back and they never closed and this 240 chart below that low guess what that's not bearish that's running a test and it's just as bullish as anything else staying inside the breakup candle until they close below it it's still a bullish scenario we looked at the 120 chart we had a similar or same discussion obviously they did the same thing it just depends on what chart you're looking at how it looks on the chart but this is not bearish, this is bullish. Breakup candle, they're eating time off the clock, they ran a test of the lows, they closed above it. Guess what? Above the moving averages, the trend is your friend. Technically speaking, there's nothing wrong with this chart. You have to be the umpire calling balls and strikes. Here's the hourly chart. Last night we discussed this. It's basically a bearish, flaggish kind of thing. They moved down. They ate time off the clock, and they did go lower. They didn't go all the way to where I was willing to purchase the market. However, and that's from an intraday perspective, inside the number stuff, we'll get back to that later, but then they immediately reversed, and what did they do? They closed back above the high of the breakdown candle, which takes any more downside off the table until something changes and the thing looks bearish again. Once they did that and they got back above the moving averages, what happened? It turned right back, even on a short-term basis, to bullish. Umpire, balls, and strikes. Forget the market you might want it to be, just call the market that it is. Inside the numbers, let's go over some of the commentary. I'll scroll up and you can read the rest on your own, double-check the work, back on the charts. Then we'll circle back to stocks on the move. We'll handle the good the bad, and the fugly if they exist. Happy Thursday at zero, dark 30. What are the thoughts? It's like pushing a ball down underwater. It pops back up. That's the theme in an uptrend, in a very strong uptrend. The trend is the dominant thing. They pop right back up the majority of the time. They're hanging around the big, fat, round numbers. This is how we're framing the morning at zero, dark 30. They're eating time off the clock. Let's get right down to the numbers. Yesterday, they stayed in the bearish, flaggish thing all day long. This morning, they're breaking up in the northbound lane. To where? Already today, they've reached the target and overhead resistance from yesterday 469 to 469 and a quarter. Remember that? Of course, you do. Therefore, funny how that works. Above is bullish and opens the door for a test of the former highs or a new high by the end of the week. Let's get our faculties. Here's a five-minute chart. Right of the vertical is today's activity. So look at the opening print. Open 469.24. Let me ask you this, and you know what's coming. Are there any accidents or coincidences in the market? And I think not. That was important yesterday. It was important this morning at zero dark 30. At the opening bell, it was also important. Let's see what else we have. How about... If they pull the rug out and fall, again, this is at zero dark 30, so here's the first number of interest. 46840 was important yesterday, should also be important today. That happens more often than not when we have what's called an inside day. I reviewed that yesterday. An inside day is where the high and low of the current day is inside of the high and low of the previous day You don't have a lot of price movement like we didn't have yesterday, and therefore a lot of the numbers are still going to be as important as they were yesterday. Anything below that will be handled in real time. So here we are back on the chart, and 468.40 is the second or lower horizontal line, and you can see when the market came down to it, it did find support, it bounced up a little bit, and finally, once it ate some time off the clock, gave up the ghost and went lower. Let's see what else we have as the day gets underway. Right after the opening bell, as they started to fall based on where they opened and couldn't get through the important number, 468.40 still support down to 468 for now. Now, this is only a few minutes into the trading day. Let's understand what support means. Support doesn't mean we step in and buy it every time. Support means... Price should stop going lower, and we need to really see what's going on around that price. Price did stop going lower. They ate time off the clock, and instead of bouncing away back to the north side, they hung around there. That tells us that the destination was probably somewhere else. Either way, it was relatively quiet at the open at the onset... So the focus was on stocks on the move. They were working. Why not focus where the money is? So we know that above 469 to 469.25 is the gateway to another leg higher. But until they get above there, we don't have to worry about it. But it's an awareness. Cisco, we'll get back to stocks on the move later. So they reached and are conducting, it says not, should be now, conducting a short-term bull bear battle around 468.40. Candle closes below 467.95 is not good for the bull case. And here we go again with the chart. Now, you have to pay attention to this because this is not BS. The numbers work. Watch this. Here's 467.95. It's the third lower horizontal line. What's the low in this candle at 10.10? 467.95. They open the next candle and they hit them hard. That was an important spot but they didn't really give traders an opportunity to do anything with it. So there was a trade for traders that did buy the 468.40 down to 468. As you saw, they bounced up a little bit before they gave it up and went lower. There were some traders that did take that trade. They're on their own with that. Sometimes I'll say, I'm buying this price. That's different than this is support. It's different than the numbers provided for stocks on the move before the opening bell. Those are bona fide trades. Those are numbers. 10.09, umpire. If they don't get going, and keep in mind, they were hovering around that area, 468.40, give or take. If they don't get going, then we revert to the bearish-flaggish pattern that was started yesterday, which technically they're still in. That's reverting back to the hourly chart. As I was writing that, they started to fall. And here we go again, 10.14. 4.65 to 4.65 and a quarter, is on the table with candle closes. That's an area that I was willing to buy. They never got there. Candle closes below 466.50. Back to the charts. The lower line, 466.50, was in fact pennies away from the low of day. Now, they had to break below that and close candles below that to get to the 465. They didn't do it. That, in fact, turned out to be the destination In the southern direction today, I was willing to purchase lower. Doesn't mean I'm always going to know exactly where the low of day is going to be. I can tell you where important numbers are, but had I known 466.50, give or take, was going to be low of day today, I would have went in with both hands, obviously. But we knew it was an important number now i'm going to scroll up a little bit pause the video read the notes go back to the charts to double check the work as you see the numbers work they're important the schematic is important to have a handle on short-term basis long-term basis here's what we were talking about before i certainly want to provide the ongoing education when i can to inside the number members this is the 240 chart this is the one we went over before they got the information during the training day so that they can understand that that was a bullish development. Sometimes you want to know that during the trading day rather than just after the fact. In the afternoon, after they pop back up, they basically just ate time off the clock. It didn't get anywhere. There was no trade opportunity in the SPY, so therefore, the day is over. This is a morning-rich business. The majority of opportunity is going to surface and present itself within the first 90 minutes of the trading day, most of the time within the first hour. About stocks on the move. We're going to look at all of them today, CERTEL, Cisco, Lucid and Billy Billy. There's an absolute opportunity to learn something on every one of these charts. First one up, CERT, they came down early in the day and bounced back up and didn't come into the number until later. Most traders are not taking this trade. They didn't do it in the manner in which we prefer. We prefer the one early in the morning to get that big rubber band snapback going. The one late in the day tends to be a chop shop formation, even though they provided at least the minimum required base hit. But most traders are not taking this trade. The takeaway, the numbers work. Estee Lauder, how you doing? Getting a haircut at the opening bell, closed all the way up here yesterday at 354. 342.15 was my number. The low of the day happens to be 342.04. They turn around, rip back up in the other direction. The rest is history. Nice trade. Cisco getting a buzz cut at the open, closing price yesterday, 56.81. I selected 51.68. What happened? They came into it. Provided the minimum required base hit right away. They bantered back and forth and then took off into the closing bell, all the way higher into the end of the day. The numbers work. How about Lucid? This is one of these new EV car companies. Who cares? Just saying. It was trading around $50 in the pre-market, and I've got the thing at 4472 and 4344 or 4343. A lot of traders were probably saying, Well, this'll never happen. It was the first number I had that I was willing to take a trade at. Those are the only ones that I'm ever going to put on the board. I have to be willing to take the trade at the number. Otherwise, not putting the number on the board. Net-net, you could see what happened. Some traders took it, some traders didn't. This is the one that ate time off the clock over the number. Both numbers really worked from a technical perspective, but it's not in the manner in which we like. But the takeaway is the numbers work. You just have to understand that no matter what trade you're in, the majority of the time, you're being shadowed by the trick, trap, fool and frustrate crew. That's just the way it works. If you believe in the numbers, this is a successful business. How about Billy Billy? Here's a daily chart. 73.42 is the number. Uh oh. This one looks like big trouble. Is this a shit burger? And the answer is, absolutely not. Here's an hourly chart. Here's the opening print. How about 73.33, a few pennies below the number. That means the trade's off the board. There was only one number on the board on this particular stock. It was a one and done. If it opened below the number, you don't want it. It could go anywhere. That was the way it was designed. It opened below. Wipe it off the board. It's officially a no trade. What's going on over in camp IWM? This is interesting. We talked about this last night. So let's talk about it again and see what happened today. First of all, in our Inside the Numbers live beta test, live trading room, which is coming shortly as an opportunity for anybody that wants to participate. In that room, there was a trade in the IWM today down at 233.75. Here's a 15-minute chart. The lower line is 233.75. You could see what happened. They spiked it by a little bit, reversed pretty good in the morning session. This was at 10.30 a.m., they came back to run a test at the same spot, funny how that works, and then bounced higher into the end of the day. We're not done with the IWM. That was just from an intraday perspective. Let's talk daily chart. Let's talk stuff that happened. Let's talk where we are. And let's talk a little bit about time. So first, we have a breakup candle low. They ran a test. The low is at 233.92. The former high was at 234.53, there was a little adjustment made just then. That's the former high, that's really that breakout area that we've been discussing. They ran a test of the breakup candle low, official spike of the 20-period moving average or home base, and tomorrow would be considered a pretty good on-time type of day. Now remember, we have that tinfoil hat stuff, and we talked about the fact that markets can turn around those events. So what's been happening with the SPY? Well, they're not really trending in one direction or another. They're creeping along. Can't say they've been going down. Can say they've been going up, but they've really been creeping. It's not like they've been going up to a destination that wasn't reached any time in the recent past. But the IWM, on the other hand, definitely traded down into tinfoil hat time. They traded into a former breakout area, They traded into a breakup candle low, they traded into a moving average, and they're trading it pretty much on time. So therefore, under normal garden variety market conditions, you should get a reaction back up in the northern direction from this spot at this time. We'll see what happens. What about the folks down at the transportation department? We're going to just use the IYT from now on until they correct the other thing. The other thing looks like hell on wheels. From a chart perspective. So what did they do today? They made a tail low. So they made a low. They reached almost to the 270. The low is 270.89. That's the big fat round number we talked about last night. We've got an intraday reversal. We've got a tail. And this one, even one day better than the other, is absolutely on time. So the folks down at the transportation department traded down into the tinfoil hat event. Pretty interesting. Now we've got two markets or two charts that traded down into tinfoil hat time. Of note, puzzle piece on the table. You have to look around the horn at all kinds of stuff. Can't just focus on one thing. It becomes tunnel vision. What about the folks out in Silicon Valley? The Q people. Guess what? They closed at a new high. Are we going to get a reversal or an acceleration with another leg higher? I don't really know the answer to that. We're going to find out when we wake up tomorrow morning. I'll tell you what, it's on time. Confucius say, may we live in interesting times. I think right now is an interesting time in the market. I think we're at a decision point. I think we're going to get a bigger move in one direction or the other or both sooner than later. We've been here before. We've seen big moves before. The markets acted a little bit quirky right before big moves. Guess what? We're in store for a bigger move. How you doing? The financials. So they had a bearish thing going underneath the 20 period moving average. They started to break down yesterday. They're continuing today because why? Because of two reasons. A, they're headed for a destination and the destination is still lower than current price. They haven't got there yet. 50 period moving average. Gap we talked about. The official gap fill is 38.93. What was the low today? about 39.27, so they have more work to do in the southern direction. Do they just turn around, or they can continue lower? If they turn around, so be it, but there may be an opportunity in here if they continue lower. About Smash Mouth, breaking out to new highs, maybe they're front-running the acceleration move. Maybe they put in a sign or signal of a trend change. We don't know. Let's wait and find out. See what happens tomorrow morning when we wake up and beyond. They're at new highs. So just because this chart may look like one of those signs or signals of a trend change doesn't necessarily mean the end-all be-all. The 120 chart's eating time off the clock. To do what? Well, to build energy for another leg higher or fail. But since they went to a spot and then put in a sign or signal on this chart even, how come they haven't been rejected? So all they're doing is eating time off the clock in an uptrend. Again, the trend is the dominant thing. Not every time do you see a doji candle or some other type of candle that may be what a reversal candle looks like in a lot of courses, a lot of books. We talk about them all the time. But there's other things that apply that supersede one particular candle. For example, that's one of those things where this becomes part art part science. If I just looked at the weekly chart, I would say, well, there's nothing telling me this is going to eminently come down. What would tell me that on this chart? And the answer is nothing other than the fact that they're getting extended from home base. But we know there's no measurement for that. They can stay extended from home base until what? Until they decide to either run sideways or come back toward home base. But there's no measurement number that we can draw from to say well they can't get farther than this i think if you look deep enough there's probably some stuff over at joe's indicator shop that might tell you where the top is in a market like this or a chart like this but i would ask joe before you buy it how often it works does he have any statistical analysis my guess is probably works about the same as a coin flip have i told you how much i appreciate each and every one of you Without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.